MailChimp presents. Ever heard of a customer? You know, it's when marketers group all their customers, regardless of their different behaviors, into one big mess. But with MailChimp, you can use real-time behavior data to personalize emails for every customer based on their browsing and buying behavior, turning your customers into customers. Intuit MailChimp, the number one email marketing and automations brand. Based on competitor brands' publicly available data on worldwide numbers of customers in 2021 and 2022. Availability of features and functionality vary by plan, which are subject to change. This is Listening, a podcast where we ask musicians to keep a sonic diary, transforming the sounds around them into a musical portrait of a particular moment and place. In each episode, we'll try on the ears of a different musician to find out how they listen. I think listening is crucial, but then intuitiveness in your listening is even more so. It's a marriage. And what their world sounds like. I'm Elia Einhorn. I'm a musician, radio host, and DJ. And as curator for listening, I have the great privilege of bringing you insights from some of the most exciting minds in music, like Emdu Mokhtar, Waxahachie, Jeff Tweedy, and today's guest, Jalen. You know, my hearing evolved, and that's probably one of the most fulfilling things for composition when you can hear your growth is priceless. Jalen is an avant-garde electronic music producer whose polyrhythmic approach melds elements of Chicago footwork, neoclassical music, and folk traditions from around the world into a sound that's completely her own. Outside of clubs, Jalen's music has soundtracked Paris Fashion Week, as well as legendary choreographer Wayne McGregor's show Autobiography. She's also highly sought after for her remix work counting luminaries like Bjork and Depeche Mode's Martin Gore among her many collaborators. In this episode, we'll connect with Jalen to understand how she listens to the world around her. Then we'll hear the composition she created and meet up afterward to find out how intuition and patience are the keys that unlock her creative practice. Jalen, thanks for speaking with me today. Absolutely, of course. I'm very humbled to be here. Where are you joining us from today? I am joining you from the comforts of my parents' home. This is my old room. This is where dark energy was made, autobiography was made, black origami was made. And I've um, had to move back home, you know, just due to COVID. It's cool, though. I totally get the best sleep here, so. (laughs) Childhood bed, right? There's nothing like it. Never. (laughs) So there are certain sounds that resonate with us for whatever reason. They stay with us. I wanted to start our conversation about listening by asking, what is your all-time favorite sound? I don't have a favorite sound. I would say I have sound triggers in a good way. So like, I love the sound of um, 
you know how you used to have like a crayon box for you in school? Sure. Well, the sounds of the crayons moving inside of that box. So there are certain sounds that trigger me every when if I hear that sound, it makes me so sleepy. <laughs> well, what is it about that sound? I don't know. It relaxes me in some weird, colorful way, I guess. <laughs> well, I love that you call them sound triggers, too, because it, it definitely harkens back to the way you interact with sound as a producer, right? You're assigning it to triggers. Yeah. Anytime I sit down to create, I don't know what is going to happen. People ask me all the time, like, so can you project how this is going to sound? I'm like, no, and I love that I can't. I don't like having mm. that. The fact that I don't have that control is beautiful for, to me. It's an exploration for you. <laughs> it completely, and I love it. Like, I love not having that control. I feel like an audience member. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to talking about this amazing composition that you created, Jalen. But I wonder if we could talk about listening and the act of listening first. Yeah, of course. I think listening is crucial, but then intuitiveness in your listening is even more so. And those two are intuitiveness and listening is is a marriage. You have to be able to submit to knowing when to step back and allow your hearing to mature. Like for an example, I don't hear the way I did when Dark Energy came out, which is my first album. And you could hear the difference even just when Dark Energy versus like an autobiography. You know, my hearing evolved. And that's probably one of the most fulfilling things for composition when you can hear your growth is priceless. It makes sense. You're spending, I mean, hundreds of hours. Yeah. With these records, your, your ears are tuning as you go. You talked about the difference between listening and intuition and how they go hand in hand. How do you experience each of those, Jalen? Each song is my child. They're all my kids, but then they're different personalities, different. They're all standalones. So the experience is different every time. It's never the same. That's the way it's supposed to be. They're all supposed to be different. Mm. Yeah. It seems like you've discovered so much about listening mm -hmm. and about sound throughout these years that you've been making music. If you could go back, right? If you could go back in time and tell 10-year-old Jalen one thing about listening, what would you say? Listen to your mom. She has your best interest at heart. Yeah. My mother always taught me that what a person doesn't say is the most important versus what they do say. So I'm always listening for what a person doesn't say. What are you not saying? <laughs> most people try to be diplomatic. Where I used to be more diplomatic, I've become more straightforward. And it seems to get results a lot faster because I feel like if I fluff it too much, then it's like it's taking too long for we, when this can be, it's an easy fix. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm being aggressively mean or blunt, but I just, I, I mean what I say and I say what I mean. So I try to put the same mind concept, you know, with musically because whatever decision you make in life, you have to stand on it after that. So mm -hmm. I always just consider before I throw, like even musically, I always try to be responsible and accountable for what I put out in the atmosphere. With all that in mind, let's take a listen to the composition that Jalen created and we'll meet on the other side to discuss it.
Jalen, thank you so much for sharing this piece. Can you tell us about the process of making it? Oh, man. I had such a hard, fun time making that piece. I didn't know where to start. The person I was fighting with was me. Like, so what do I feel? How was this going to work? And when I sat down and it started to come together, I was like, this is wild. And I have to keep it. (laughs) I think all of your music really pays huge dividends when it's listened to multiple times. And preferably, I think, in headphones. To create this sonic world, how do you find yourself focusing on listening in your daily life? Sometimes I have to listen to something that's completely opposite of what I do. And then sometimes I just have to lay down and be still. I can go from doing something like listening to like Max Richter or Philip Glass and then in the next breath go and play Mortal Kombat. And then in the next sentence go back and say, I want to go back and listen to that Burundi drumming. Like, my mind is just, it's all over the place all the time. But I love it all. (laughs) Well, that system obviously works wonderfully for you. And I definitely notice those disparate elements in your composition. enter and I don't know if I'm listening to an affected pizzicato hit from a string or if I'm listening to an affected drop of water. What's happening here? It's a string. Mm -hmm. I put an effect on it so it's not the full capacity of the string. Then on the peaky part, it sounds like like a drop of water. I was all over the place with this. If I opened up the project file, it'd be like funny. It was like a combination of like Omnisphere and then I had like just, I always have, people send me the weirdest sounds sometimes. Just like check out this file? Just check out this and what do you think about that? And I'm like, ooh, that's crazy. You know, and one day I'll use it. Wow. Yeah. Now that I'm listening back, oh man, this is probably one of my favorite pieces. I kid you not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite pieces. I would love somebody to dance to this. Yeah, I would love choreography behind this. What does that look like? I wanted to try to put like everything as much as I could. Like I wanted soft and harsh and because that's what 2020 felt like. It was just, it was everything in one, you got slammed, everything. It was good, it was bad, it was ugly, it was terrible, it was fun, it was cry, it was happy, it was sad, it you know, it was just everything.
there's a sound that almost reminds me of Tuvan throat singing technique. It, that's exactly what it is. It just felt so appropriate for this. <laughs> it felt so appropriate. In what way? What resonated with you about that sound? Just like the belting out of just, I wouldn't even say agony, just like being in the dark and you just belting out for just probably like relief of some sort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not even to say like I'm dying or anything like that. I'm just like, I just, just something you feel in your soul. have a title for this piece, Jalen? No. I haven't titled this. I can't dictate it. I'm just I'm just the vessel we came through, but I don't I can't dictate the track, no. To that end, what do you feel like this piece says about you? That I'm human. That I'm human. I go through it just like any like anybody else. Yeah, I'm human. I make mistakes. I make bad decisions. I'm. Some days I got it. Some days I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm vulnerable. Some days it's all together. Some days I'm about to crack. <laughs> yeah, just. I'm just. I'm me. And I need all of that to be me. You know. So that's what. That's what I would say. The totality. Yes, the totality. You know, the, the totality, the duality, the, you know, I need all that to make Jalen. And some days to embrace it are harder than others. But once I get through that hurdle, you know, I, I definitely appreciate the experience and that being another facet of the journey. It centers in the overlap between listening and intuition. Yeah. What's working? What's working? Where do we go exactly? Like, I don't have a blueprint process. We're all traveling this one together. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I think that's important. Like, I don't need to have control just because I'm the person creating it. When people ask me, well, how do you classify yourself? I always say, I'm just naked because... That's what you're getting. You're getting the raw me and where I am right then and there. And that's what I present, you know, and I just do my best and put my best foot forward. Jalen, we so appreciate you helping us to hear more completely today. Thank you so much for this incredible piece and for speaking with me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's been really dope. I'm Elia Einhorn, and this is Listening. To revel in Jalen's piece again, head over to the companion to this episode, Jalen, full composition. On the next episode... The Magnetic Field's Stephen Merritt. I went to Elton John's ear doctor, and she told me to wear earplugs on the subway. 
That is what I've learned. Listening is an original series from MailChimp, made in partnership with TalkHouse and 3DB. Thanks for tuning in. MailChimp presents... <laughs>